Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the CYS podcast. Today, you're hanging out, well, I would say ordinarily with me, but actually the entire crew is here. So for those of you guys who've wondered about our editors, our production managers, and all those technical terms that I can't remember, all of us are in the studio for today. Um, and so we're just continuing that project that began a few weeks ago. Um, just that came up uh, as we began to talk about books in our most recent series. So we hope you enjoy um, as we look forward to listening to the fruits of this project. We grow up so fast. A short story by THL. Raya, Arvin, Blue Home, Brown House. A single fence, a shared driveway. Mom and dad, just mom. Raya. Arvin and I had grown up together, living in the same neighborhood throughout our childhood. We were each other's playmates. We carpooled to and from school and did our homework together. We had a pretty normal and similar childhood. Arvin. Our families were neighbors. I lived in house 276 and Raya in 275. We met over the fence that bordered up both our houses. She peeked over and said hello, and I waved my hand. From that day, we played together each evening after school and all day during school holidays, stopping only for lunch when we went our separate ways. Something about not being allowed to eat at a neighbor's house. But soon after eating and taking a short nap, we were back outside to play until the streetlights came on. Racing our bikes up and down the street was our favorite game, making sure to bark whenever we passed the gates burying the estate dogs. We would be invited to celebrate each other's birthdays, and we reveled in our time spent enjoying lollipops every Friday afternoon. Raya was on the wild side, always pushing the boundaries a little further, and would poke fun at me whenever I'd be hesitant to try something new. We were good friends. Raya. Arvin and his family moved away when we were teenagers. Arvin and I didn't connect until high school, where he was a senior and I was a year behind. He went on to finish high school ahead of me and to pursue professionally his newfound love for football. Arvin. It was quite interesting to meet Raya in high school, and though older, not hard to recognize. Raya was a new student and we sat together for, the f for lunch the first day of the term. We had a lot to catch up on and found that although time had passed, we still really got along well. Throughout high school, we were close acquaintances, doing our assignment research work together in the library and proofreading each other's papers. Raya would sometimes come to my football games, always pointing out my mistakes after every game. Still the childhood banter. I graduated a year earlier and took up an opportunity to join a football academy in Germany. Raya. I'd speak to Arvin every so often, and whenever he was around, we would try to meet and catch up. Arvin. Because we were in different countries, we rarely saw one another, but communicated often online. And whenever I came back home, Raya and I would go out for lunch or ice cream and update one another on our lives. It was interesting to hear that Raya had chosen to wait a year before joining university and was occupied with volunteering at a juvenile centre. Of course, that was just like Raya, always carving a path different from the rest and not afraid to do so. 
Raya. Arvin was in town, and we had planned one of our usual lunch meetings for the next week. This week, I had traveled out of the city on a visit. My phone buzzed. One message from a former schoolmate. I'd read it later. It buzzed again. Another high school alumni. Then came a Facebook notification from Arvin's Football Academy. I opened it. A Facebook post about some young man. Scrolling down to the comments, they displayed the public's reactions to the post. Outrageous, an injustice, unfair, gone too far, lost talent, life is valuable, they said. I quickly scrolled back up to look at the picture of the face accompanying the post. Was it? It couldn't be. Is this what shock feels like? An emptiness, a breathlessness, a myriad of brain activity, but not a single constructive thought. Then came the emotions, like rolling thunder. <laughs> Irene would always call me out for my passionate sense. Just to that memory, the emotions came flooding in and I reached out for my nearest crutch, anger. How could they? What kind of world is this that allows this to happen? How was I to trust and feel protected by the very ones that would do such a thing? I'd always known that these things happen out there to other people, but this hit home, square in the chest. I wasn't much of the praying type, but there's a way tragedy could bring one to their knees, and it brought me. I questioned and accused. How could people say God was loving, and yet these things happen in the world he created? I was confused. I was angry. I needed help. But I would never have admitted that. The feeling of grief, this was new to me. Up to this point, I had only lost one relative, and even then, I didn't process my emotions. I just let them run wild. I'd heard about the four stages of grief, but what was I to do with them? Just ride them out like an unwilling passenger on a coal-powered train headed nowhere fast? No. Why hadn't someone talked to me about this? No, I mean like really talked to me about it. Not in the prescriptive do this, don't do that manner but actually forewarned me about the suffering to be had in this life and how to cope. And there was the whole other side to it. My activist nature was piqued. How could such events be going on and nothing substantial done about them? Social media was abuzz with complaints about investigations launched in the past from similar cases that led nowhere and punished no one. This was my friend. I knew his family. Was there nothing I could do? What about justice? Or was it just another of those human constructs created to suit a select group? Or was there more to it? Raya. It was the second anniversary of Arvin's. I still couldn't bring myself to say it. Since then, I'd participated in a few petitions and had submitted a piece for a local activism blog that received quite some viewership. But the battle within me raged on, 
and had become an expert at covering it up. My sleeves were no longer rolled up. A new acquaintance of mine seemed to have seen through my facade, though. She told me that her church was starting a series titled Dark Clouds with their youth group. I'd really like you to come for it, Raya, even if it's just for the first session, she said. I hadn't really had a good run with church, but she seemed nice. And so I smiled politely and said, I would go, just for the first one, though. How funny it was that today, the day I was to go to this session, fell on the same day as Alvin's anniversary. Should I go? No, I said I would. Moreover, the title aptly described what my life had become. A dark cloud. Well, here goes. Maybe I might finally get a hold of the turmoil that had become my inner world. And that is it. Hey. Hey. I need to leave. I think I gotta go. You gotta leave, man. I gotta leave. Wow. Hey. What? Okay, Twanze, tr- Cindy, we just, just start there. Eh? Let me start by saying I was not ready. <laughs> wow. Hey. As in, you're not joking here. You, you're not gonna give us light stuff. You're gonna go into the. Hmm. Wow, bro. Hey. Um, I, I think I, I struggled at first. It took me like an extra moment or two to get the drift of how it was being narrated. Like you get how you are switching. So, mm-hmm. but but I was fine. Mm-hmm. I was fine. That was, but it just took me a moment. Um, yeah. And then yo, whoa. Um, I I, I think I, I I I don't even know. My thoughts aren't even collected anymore. <laughs> um. I don't think it's okay. No, I can't. I can't preempt. No, but I enjoyed listening to it. Um, and I think I'm curious to see how that would continue. Like, and I feel like I want more details. I mean, I yeah, think you you gave the play. <laughs> yeah, waiting for the play. Agreed. 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 You've paint. You've you've painted a bit of a picture, but not a sufficient one. So, um, yeah, I, I I enjoyed listening. Good job, man. Good job. Hey, it was such a struggle. <laughs> such a struggle. And and I, I and I feel like I feel like you've used words that have or things that have happened in your life very recently. I can't say which ones of the podcast, but some are like very, I don't know. Very, really? And and, and really? that's all that was floating in my mind. Um imagine mm-hmm. the the alumni thing. Um because TK has mentioned mm-hmm. the word alumni and I used it recently. Yeah, this was before that. Um, so ah, it, it was interesting. Okay. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Anything more before I go ahead and uh, tell us about this genre that just eluded me? I'm at a loss of words. <laughs> For words. Can't speak. Jeez. I don't know. Why? Stories, you know, hey, from from those few minutes, it's already so heavy yeah wow okay so depth.com all right so i think this the genre for this story was given by a podience member i think am i right tk yes you are 
Yeah. Right. Um, so thank you, um, audience member that gave us the genre literary fiction. I must admit, I had never heard of this before. I still don't think I have. Even after <laughs> attempting to write a piece for it. Um, this is what it means. Literary fiction novels are considered works with artistic value and literary merit. They often include political criticism, social commentary, and reflections on humanity. Literary fiction novels are typically, eh, typically, typically <laughs> character-driven <laughs> as opposed to being plot-driven mm-hmm. and follow a character's inner story. What do you guys think? Man, Literary you fiction it. or not? Nah? It's up the definition. Uh, okay, Did in my... A second try. Yeah, in my unexpert opinion, you nailed it. <laughs> I liked how you guys reacted to the episode because when I was reading about literary fiction, they were describing reactions of people upon reading yeah. literary fiction and words like um, slow start came up. Um, so Tito yeah. mentioned a bit of that with, with getting the gist of how this story was going. It's a literary fiction thing, apparently. Um, secondly, also, the, the, the going deep real quick um, and hiding yeah. hiding inner commentary within the larger scope of the story um, is also, mm. it was so difficult, but um, it was an exciting challenge to to take on. So, yeah, that's that's how I, uh, I approached it. Um, I, I had started with a very different idea um and then landed landed with this one and um if you notice no not if you notice i don't think someone would know but the character names are pick are, are are names that mean friendship both of them um so they're both names that have to do with friendship and so i was like oh um since i was going to write something about friends i thought yeah let's let's even hide you know what are they called easter mm. eggs um, and putting names mm. that that have an yeah. association to friendship. So, Arvin and Raya have have those associations. Um, yeah, mm. it was definitely an exciting um, experience, though. Yeah. Oh, hey, 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 hey. I don't think there's anything else to say. I wish, for this, I wish you guys could see past the space. We are just here. Hey, hey! <laughs> all right, all right. Um, thank you so much, audience, once again for your suggestions, for tuning in, for listening to us. Stay tuned for our next bonus episode. CYS out. Peace.